Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. It is uh, seven minutes after the hour. We're going to talk about Donald Trump, possible indictments. Uh, this uh, shooter at University of Virginia, UVA, has been caught. We'll uh, do a very brief uh, uh, catch-up on that. Uh, we've got a ton here that we that we need to cover. Uh, 874-9390-800-529-5572. Uh, also, uh, the race itself, why we still don't know who has control of the house. Uh, but in the meantime, I'd asked about trash compactors. I was thinking of getting one, uh, but I was concerned about uh, odor, efficiency, uh, problems. Is there a reason? They used to be, uh, you know, you'd, you'd see them advertised all the time. Now you almost never do. Uh, so with that in mind, let me go to the phones. Lou is on the line. Lou, welcome. How are you? I'm fine, Gary. You this morning. I do am well. I have a crash compactor. Uh, it is 39 years old. I had my first service call, oh, a month ago, maybe, and they found a loose wire. It is a Kenmore, and it is fantastic. Now, you got to realize that we went from a family of five to four to three to today only mom and I, both up in our 80s. I can get the trash to the curb, so I'm sure, I'm sure that Gwen can handle it. But it is the best thing we ever had. I put trash out once every three to four weeks. There's no smell. Uh, there is a can of disinfectant that you can put in there that'll spray every time you open or close the door. I quit using that 25 years ago. And I do not have any smell, I do not have any odor. But I'm gonna tell you, it's the best thing I've ever had. It's been moved from Tennessee to California, California back to Tennessee to Missouri uh, to Illinois, back to Missouri again. It's been moved several times, and it it's just flawless. It's absolutely perfect. Okay, so with that in mind, my only question is, why did you go from Missouri to Illinois? What were you thinking? <laughs> All right. I, I had an opportunity to manage a plant over there. All right. Lou, thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. So, I, Brian, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do yeah. it. Let, Let me know get, how it works out for you. I'm, I got I was more. always curious as far as the, you know, the food scraps, and they said, well, don't do those. But you can't put all food scraps down your garbage disposal. It's just not a good idea. Well, I got a message from Sharon. She said, uh, had a compactor, loved it. However, don't put tomatoes in it <laughs> or anything liquid. Yeah. As it will end up on your floor. But like bacon grease, for example, you know, that will solidify after it, you know, warms back up again. No, I'm not putting that in a trash compactor. But I mean, what do you do with it? I run it down the sink. Oh, man, you are brave. Well, if I had a commercial establishment where I had lots and lots of oil or grease, I'd ha you know, I'd have a special grease trap. Uh, but it uh, doesn't come up that often, so I'm not I'm not too worried about it. You don't suppose the uh, the Missouri Environmental Protection Agency could come knock on my house door? <laughs> Probably now. They oil, will, you're yeah. running a um, what do you do with it? Do you just throw it out, don't no, you? No, pour it into a little can, let it solidify, then throw throw it in the uh, garbage can. Wow. No, I don't. I don't go through all that. But I don't. Yeah, I don't want clogged drains. Huh? 
I've yet to to uh, encounter that, but then maybe I don't cook as much as you like do. Eggshells. No, don't put those down to your garbage disposal either or potato skins. No, 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 no. No eggshells either? Uh-uh. Huh. No. What happens if you throw an eggshell in there? Well, one's not going to do anything, but like if you make deviled eggs or something, you've got 18 eggs, yeah, put them in the garbage. <laughs> you don't want 18 <laughs> eggshells down your garbage. We tried it one time, and it didn't work out very well. No, huh? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, National Review has a, a Donald Trump story. Trump makes his indictment a certainty. It's uh, Andy McCar- Andrew McCarthy. Uh, if the former president is no longer a viable candidate for the 2024 GOP nomination, then the Biden Department of Justice has no incentive not to charge him. Let me go over that again so you get that. If the former president is no longer a viable candidate, then they might then then there's nothing getting in the way of indicting him. Um. Trump has jumped the shark, as the kids used to say, as gratuitous attacks on two successful popular Republican governors, both of whom, unlike him, could conceivably defeat President Biden or some other Democrat uh, nominee in 2024 election, have ended his chances of capturing the GOP presidential nomination two years from now. If the rant aimed at Governor's Des- or Governor DeSantis wasn't bizarre enough for you. The one launched at Virginia's Glenn Youngkin was certain to be described as racist in our current age of hair-triggered sensitivity. Though for what it's worth, I sense that the former president is losing his grip and that the racism charge assumes that more thoughts went into his Youngkin, sounds Chinese, doesn't it, uh, eruption uh, than actually did. So uh, the author here uh, is convinced that Trump is just not electable. Personally, I I don't think he is either. I I know Trump fans are going to start screaming, "Oh, you're anti-Trump! You're never Trump!" or blah blah blah. Uh, now I am. I, I I I don't I don't think this is uh, good for the Republican Party. I think it's political suicide. And you can blame Trump, or you can blame. Uh, Biden, you can blame the Department of Justice, uh, you can even go after Mitch McConnell, uh, you can blame any of those people, I don't care who you blame it on, he is no longer a viable candidate. Uh, maybe the Republicans screwed the pooch, maybe he did, maybe the government has, I don't know, but I will tell you, he is not a viable candidate. And frankly, his lack of self-control his willingness to go after the governors of Florida and Virginia don't endear him to a lot of Republicans. In fact, I've had conversations with some pretty well-known Republicans who have told me that that changed their minds. When he attacked those governors, that was it for them. So if, you know, if, if you're not in the way... Uh, if, if an election is not in the way, then the Justice Department is free to indict. And this columnist seems to think that they will. Now, he is going to have a press conference. I was invited. I actually got, you know, the whole press I'm sure just about everybody in the media did. Uh, but I have no burning desire to go down there to see him. Uh, 
you know, if if he uh, you know makes a, a bold statement about running, we'll cover it. But I don't, I don't see him as a viable candidate. I think it is going to be one of those two governors. Uh, and I don't it, come to think of it, I don't think it's going to be Glenn Youngkin. I think there are going to be enough Republicans who start putting pressure on the governor of Florida that finally DeSantis throws his hat officially in the ring. If his greatest sin is that he didn't declare he would never run against Donald Trump, then I think the attack was totally unworthy. 874-9390, toll-free 800-529-5572. Up against the clock. Quick break. We're going to come back on the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. 1119, glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. So, will Donald Trump be indicted? This columnist um, actually believes that that is what's going to happen. This is from National Review, uh, and it's Andrew McCarthy. Uh, Trump has given Democrats a gift, the Mar-a-Lago documents case, which arose due to bouts of gratuitous self-destructive behavior similar to what we've seen the last couple of days. Uh, It is a comparative slam dunk. Um, So... I actually do think uh, that if he runs, they will give it a try. And we'll find out in a couple of days. I really want... There's a place, there is a role that Donald Trump can play. And by the way, every time the Republicans lose a race, it is not because somebody was cheating. There are some people who believe constantly that every time a Republican loses, it it was massive cheating. Is there cheating? Undoubtedly. Did it cost Trump uh, the election? Maybe. But not every race is turning on cheating. But we do have a problem. And the problem is the way we count votes. We've got to clean this up. You can't be mailing in votes. It's wrong on every level, and it leads to this confusion. We're, on, we're a week out from the election, and we still don't know who has control of the House of Representatives. And then they're out, uh, you know, fixing ballots in uh, Nevada. I, why are we doing this? Why are we putting ourselves through this? Democrats push for this. They're, you know, constantly looking to make things easier for progressive voters to go out and vote. And it makes conservatives think you're making it really easier for people to cheat. It's not right that we accept votes uh, via the mail. It's not right that we drop them off in some you know, metal box in the middle of the night. That leads to this confusion. Who signed it? Did we cure the signature? Are we sure this is the right person's signature? Did they put a date on it? Is it the right date? This is the kind of confusion that makes everybody suspect everything. It was bad enough when we did it the old-fashioned way. This way is just horrible. 
as I and, I and I said this last week, and I stand behind it. If you want to vote, get off your ass and go down to the uh, polling place and cast your vote. We need a national movement to stop mail-in voting. We need a national movement to get people motivated to go down to the polling place and cast their vote. We need a national movement to get rid of all of this anxiety about the races. This is enough. We've seen it happen for the last three years, two years, and it's a mess. Oh, the Democrats are mailing these in early. The Republicans aren't doing it. They're actually going down and voting, and we don't know who. And you go to bed at night, and this is the one that I think really frosts everybody's bun, uh, buns. Uh, you go to bed at night, and your candidate is ahead by, you know, 3,000 votes. Two days later, they're losing uh, because these mysterious mail-in ballots show up. Stop it. We need a national movement. Stop it. You want to change the election date of the weekend to make sure more people can vote? Fine. That works. But quit mailing them in. Make people, except for the military, go down and vote. 874-9390. 800-529-5572. And by the way, I'm already hearing about people... Uh, who suspect voter irregularities are costing elections. I go to the phones here. You can go to GaryNolan.com or call me at 800-529-5572 or if you're local, 874-9390. Dave, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, Dave, uh, Gary, I was watching the news this morning. Uh, Arizona is accused of ballot harvesting this morning and the mysterious ballots are showing up days later mailing in and uh, actually I've been watching every day pretty close the house Democrats headed at 176 on Wednesday and the Republicans headed at 197 so the Republicans only gained about 15 seats to their 30 seats in the house and they're all close but then the Democrats pull away on all of these seats yeah, I mean I'm it makes everybody think, well, what's going on here? A little cheating. But another thing is, have you ever heard a president say before a midterm election, a week before the midterm election, saying that it could take days and weeks before we know who wins? I've never even heard of that before. Well, that's because of the way we're, we're letting people vote. Oh, it's bad. I mean, I mean how you, my mind. They're cheating. How do you know who signed it, really? How do you know? You don't. We don't, and I don't think the House is going to go to Republicans. I think the Democrats are going to win the House back. I really do. It's going to come down to, it's going to get close, and then the Democrats are going to pull ahead, and they're going to win. It's, it's just too obvious what they're doing, and we've got to wake up. If you're in Georgia, do you want Biden? Or, I'm sorry, if you're in Georgia, do you want Donald Trump or the governor of Florida to show up and endorse you? Oh, Santos. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the governor of Florida. Yeah, I think so. want it. Yeah. All right. Dave, All right. thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. 
Uh, we'll go right over there to Mike. That's that was quick. I don't know how I did that. Mike, yeah. welcome. How are you? Uh, fine. Um, yeah, you 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 could you put that uh, trash compactor to good use. You know, uh, I heard it's a good place for pussy cats to take a nap. You know, I hadn't thought of that. I could leave that dad. I could leave that bad boy open. <laughs> No, I wouldn't do that to a cat. I wouldn't do that to a living animal. Uh, on the bacon grease, you get a couple five-gallon buckets of sawdust, and uh, as you get bacon grease or cooking oil or whatever, you put it inside you know, on some sawdust and mix it around so it'll absorb. And as it gets, you know, when it gets full, then you just get rid of the whole bucket. You don't scrape it out. You just throw away the whole bucket. Just uh, throw the whole bucket away. I see. I mean, it takes you know, it takes quite a while to fill a five-gallon bucket with sawdust uh, with oil. Yeah, I bet that gets to smell pretty good too. Well, they got lid, you know, they do have lids for them buckets. <laughs> you know. Oh Lord! All right, but, Mike. I, but what I actually do with mine is is I uh, uh, use cooking oil and bacon grease and such and dryer lint and uh, then old candles or uh, rancid lard, whatever. And make fire starter for camping. Really? Yeah. Ah, that's an idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it uh, you know it, it 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 burns. I'll bet it does. Oh I'll yeah. Just... All yeah. right. But yeah, pussy cat would have a nice nap in there. Yeah, <laughs> cat lovers. Uh, so, can I assume you're not a cat lover? You know, I've had cats. Uh, cats has got their place. Uh, yeah, it's outside. Noel, I, I live in a mobile home, and we had uh, wildcats out here, and they have chewed the insulation out from under the trailer, and every year I have to deal with freezing water lines until this year. Until uh, this year? Yeah, I've got a German Shepherd now. Oh, yeah, see, get a dog. That's the, yeah. that's the right way to go. Mike, thank you for the call. All right. All right, glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Get a dog. Don't get a cat. Not cats. Untrainable. They step in that sandbox and poo and pee, and then they walk on everything. It's like, oh, my God. Why would anybody want one of those? Um, all right, the election. Also, uh, the Christmas dinner. We'll kind of kick that around a little bit uh, because... Uh, I've got a possible date I'm thinking of doing. Uh, find out if there's a, a guest that you would like to... We were supposed to have, uh, in all honesty, we were supposed to have uh, last year Kevin Jackson. And then something came up at the last minute. And we said, well, well, we'll do something else during the year. And it just hasn't, it just hasn't happened. Um, so I'm not sure if I can get Kevin to come down or not. But we'll get somebody in there. Maybe Brian. Or... Brianne. Did you want me to contact uh, him? Uh, Brianne? No, you're Brianne. B-R-I-A-N. <laughs> oh, okay. He said it's pronounced Brianne. Okay. And I trust him. I mean, he would know. <laughs> Brianne. What a load of horse poo. All right. Uh, callers, hang on the line. I'm up against the clock. I have no choice. Uh, if I bring you on the line, you're going you're gonna to be chatting for about five seconds, and then uh, the news will start. Uh, the shooter in Virginia, they have captured him. Uh, this is good news. I'm sure it will enrage the anti-gun people. And are crossword puzzles really good for your brain if you get older? Maybe not.
Coming up, Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. It's 11.35. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Uh, Tesla drivers are apparently exactly who you think they are. Uh, we'll get into that perhaps a little later. Talk about voting. And uh, Brandon uh, is first in line because uh, I said, uh, just get rid of the mail-in vote. Just go down and vote. That's what's leading to all of this tumult over the elections. Why a week later, we still don't know who won. Brandon, welcome. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you doing today? I, too, am well. Well, I just, I'm concerned we're not giving these states a fair shake that are taking, you know, a week to count their votes, you know. If they, how can they count them all in one day when they don't know how many they're going to need? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> well, the Republicans ahead by 5,000. Uh, put in an order for 7,000 Dem votes. I know. Yeah. It just, I, it just seems so obvious to me, but I, I don't know. I'm probably in the morning. Oh, Brandon, you're, I don't know what that was, but your phone is making weird noises. Thanks, Brandon. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right, I, um, I talked to CC City Broiler, and we're trying to figure out a day that would work for our annual Christmas dinner. And what we're looking at is December 18th uh, as a possible uh, uh, date for that. And... Um, I don't know. I, it, it, I don't want it to be too far away from Christmas. I'm not even sure if we're not a little too early even talking about this. Uh, but December 18th is a Sunday. They would open up for us early like they always do. Um, and that might uh, that might not be a bad... I don't know. What do you think, Brian? 18th? 18th sounds good. Don't forget, we probably are going to have some visitors from Springfield because we... Were we on in Springfield last year? We were on, uh, but we had just started. Okay. Because and, I did get calls after the fact that they said, oh, man, if I would have known. Well, I'm, I'm thinking December 18th is a, is a good day. Uh, it's a Sunday. Uh, we'd, we'd get there probably about noon. Uh, they would open up and uh, serve some of the most fabulous steaks. Oh, my God. Um, I think I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the 18th. If you're interested in going, and here's the problem, and I always have to check on this, but I, we've, it fills up fast. And if you want to go, you got to get to me right away and tell me. So go to GaryNolan.com and uh, tell me who you are, how many seats you need, your telephone number, and your email. Go to GaryNolan.com, tell me who you are, how many people you need, uh, you know, how many seats you need, uh, and, and uh, it, you know, email and telephone number so I can contact you. If you're interested in going, it would be on a CC's, uh, on, a De on December 18th, which is a Sunday before Christmas. Okay? And we'll start. Let the... Let the games begin. But again, it fills up fast. So if you're interested in going, um, and I try to reserve this um, announcement for the Columbia Station first, because you guys have been supporting me uh, for, I think, 15 years now. So that's how you do it. Go to GaryNolan.com. In the meantime, uh, let me see. Paul is on the line. Hey, Paul, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? 
just grateful, Gary. Yourself? I too am well, thank you. Good. Hey, I just wanted to see as far as uh, on your list of potential speakers. Yeah. Uh, I would suggest you consider that Moon Choi, the president of the university, and maybe that's not the first person you'd come to mind, but I was up at the Randolph County. I, I think it was uh, their holiday dinner or something about this time last year, and he was the speaker, and I was kind of surprised that he even uh, agreed to do that, you know, because it's a um, overtly political event. But, um, but yeah, all the candidates for Senate were there, and who, who was the senator from St. Louis who got on his front lawn with the AR-15 to defend the, the protests? Well, do you, oh, do you, you mean the candidate? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't recall his name, but anyway, he spoke before him, spoke way over his allotted time, and just this red meat speech. And I was almost embarrassed for Moon Choi to have to follow him, but he just bounced right off it. And he gave the most relevant speech um, for that audience that just really fortified my confidence in the leadership of the university and just really backed up you know that he stands for the principle that whether you're con whether you're conservative or what no matter what your opinion is your your viewpoint should be welcome at the state of missouri and he's he's a korean like a first generation uh korean immigrant actually and it's just one of these things that uh reinforced my observation that it seems like some of these newer immigrants to the u.s are are actually more American than Americans are, if you, if you know what I mean. But but he was a good speaker, and I bet he would do it if you if he was available. Uh, he probably would not turn you down, and he's a very good speaker. So well, I know that um, I was at an event. I think I was a, an MC at an event uh, a year or two ago that he was uh, that he spoke at, um, and I I thought he's a pretty nice guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he got my vote of confidence after I heard him speak. But he, I think he'd be very good for your our eagle audience there. If somebody to put on your list anyway. All right, I, I seriously think that's a good idea, Paul. Thank you. All right, Gary. Thank right. you. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Yeah, we will put in a call to him uh, and see if he'd be interested. It'd be it'd be a nice uh, a nice event and uh, and it's it you know this is not overtly a political event it's kind of a social event so uh, let's see uh, Gary I'm currently looking for a new career if discrimination in hiring is supposedly illegal how come every company wants to know your gender race Latino non Latino veteran status and every other personal descriptor seems highly discriminatory to me and everyone is doing it just my observation well it's a good observation scott uh in fact uh, if you wanted to do sign language uh, for a play in new york and you are white uh, you might not get the job that literally happened to a guy he was uh, he had a job yanked out from under him because he was white and he is now suing um, the company that, that, you know, that's producing the play. So, yeah. Um, it, look, none of that should happen in a, in a free market. The government has no business telling, uh, telling any company who to hire and who not to hire and what parameters they should have. It's, it, the market is free. The world, uh, 
the world uh, will survive if you don't get the job because the owner of the company or whoever was hiring didn't like your tall, short, fat, brown, black, yellow, whatever. Doesn't matter. Free market works. Um, all right. Uh, so we're already, believe it or not, uh, getting CC uh, uh, dinner requests. Uh, if, if you send me an invitation, uh, a request for an invitation, I will get back to you and confirm. So check your email when you've sent me uh, a request. Again, go to GaryNolan.com. Tell me how many people, your name, your phone number, your email address. That way uh, we can keep in touch. And it is uh, for the 18th, and I will confirm with Kelly over at CC's. They'll open up for us, and uh, we'll be their only customers for that time. All right? Uh, let me do this. I've got a, uh, I got to take a quick break, and then uh, I will come back. Tesla drivers, they're exactly who you think they are. That's next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 11.49. Glad to have you with us. We talked earlier about how, how silly it is to have uh, battery-powered cars. Uh, Tesla owners, uh, the headline says, are just who you think they are. Um, it turns out that they are young and make a terrific income. On average, uh, they uh, did a survey and uh, looked uh, at where these people live. And according to the data, Tesla owners are overwhelmingly male. And uh, Tesla owners are typically younger. They also found Tesla drivers were also more educated on average and earned a higher income. One third of all Tesla drivers have either a master's or a Ph.D., According uh, compared to 13% of the general population. Additionally, the median household income was $85,000 for the zip codes where Tesla drivers are. Um, so it, 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 overall, research, researchers found that Tesla owners are less safe on the road than drivers of other vehicle models. When it comes to acceleration uh, uh, safely, Tesla motorists scored worse than 98% of all drivers. They attributed this fact uh, to the new Tesla's insane, ludicrous, and plaid modes. Uh, these modes allow cars to accelerate quickly, but sudden speed bursts lower acceleration uh, safety scores. Uh, they found Tesla owners scored below average for speed scores. Overall safety, speed scores look at driver's speed relative to the speed limit. However, lower than average scores may not be very significant as Tesla drivers average uh, and average uh, top speeds were lower than non-Tesla drivers. The difference in overall safety averages minimum. One of the areas where Tesla owners did better than others was the distraction score. Uh, the score based on how frequently drivers handled their smartphones well behind the wheel. They are exactly who most people believe they are. They are typically male, higher than average education levels and income, less safe drivers when it comes to accelerating. Just your average irritating person. That's who Tesla drivers are. It's, uh, you know, and it's not surprising that a lot of them have PhDs. These are people who have been indoctrinated 
you know, from uh, grade school through high school through four years of college and then, you know, a couple more on top of that and a couple more on top of that. They've been, you know, in the system for a long time. And they are indoctrinated. I, I just, uh, I, I would not want one. Not a chance. Uh, you may have been hearing uh, earlier this morning about uh, a shooting at UVA, University of Virginia. Uh, the alleged murderer, Christopher Darnell Jones Jr., has been arrested. Uh, during a late morning press conference, University of Virginia police announced that uh, he had been taken into custody. It's not known um, how it is that he was captured. Uh, and I, I still don't know what the motivation was. But I guarantee you that this will be another hue and cry from the left. It's time for more gun control. I don't even know what kind of gun he used. Brian, have you seen anything about I have no idea. I just heard about that this morning. Yeah, I have no idea. But I promise you, uh, the left will be saying more gun control could have prevented this. Gun control measures they passed following an incident like this has nothing to do with anything that, you know, he was carrying or... I, it's just so silly. Yeah, I feel like they've accomplished something. You know, if it if it really worked, wouldn't Chicago be safe? You would think so. It's not. It's not. Uh, it, it, this reminds me of the uh, Democrats, by the way. Just as an aside, they came out uh, last week, week before, telling us that the the most dangerous states had Republican governors. Did you remember seeing that Hillary yes, said I it? do, yes. Yeah. Um, what they didn't tell... See, and this is... This Sin of is, omission. Yeah. They know the truth. They know that the crimes are in cities run by Democrats. But they didn't mention it. They literally purposely distorted their, their, uh, their case in order to get you to sympathize and vote with them. They knew better. And I think the gun control people know better. I'm convinced, because there's just too much data out there uh, for them to, to really be so naive and so ignorant about guns in, in society. They've got to know that it doesn't work. Uh, and I've heard them, I've debated with them, and I've seen them make arguments that when you explored them, were clearly designed to mislead. Why would they do that? Well, that must mean they have an ulterior motive. It must not be they're simply mistaken about gun laws. Can't be that they're really concerned about the general public and think this is a solution. If that were the case, they wouldn't lie about it. They wouldn't make a distorted argument. They'd, they'd present you with hard fact. They, at the very least, wouldn't twist the truth. Now, there's something else they've got in mind. There's some other reason that they keep pushing for this gun control. And it's not just ignorance. More to it. Democrats are uh, going to maintain control of the Senate. And Georgia is going to be an interesting race. I don't know how it turns out. If I'm running for Senate in Georgia, do I want Donald Trump to come up and support me? Probably not. 
he might energize an already energized base. He might energize the people that, you know, he's that are already his fans. But they've already voted. And they're not going to change their vote. No, you need a different face. You need a face that can get independence to vote Republican in Georgia. The Trump fans are already going to vote for this guy. The Trump fans are already in his corner. Now you got to reach out beyond that. And you don't need a hell of a lot more. But you can get them if you get DeSantis, Youngkin, and a few others like Rand Paul. Then the Republicans have a chance. I would, I, I would, in fact, I... I would urge libertarians in Georgia to to vote for this uh, a former football player. Go ahead, give him a vote. The worst thing could happen is the Democrats have the uh, Senate by one seat. But that's all part of the gridlock deal. That's all part of slowing down big government. That's all part of slowing down Joe Biden. And that works for me. Anything that slows him down is good. Uh, let me see. I am. Uh, I, 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 I cannot believe this. Uh, the, if you're uh, at the rate we're going, uh, the CCs will be uh, fully booked uh, before uh, before I get off the air in in a, in a minute or two. If you're interested in coming to the CC City Broiler Dinner, which will be noon on the 18th of December. You have to send me an email. And I reach out to Columbia residents first because you guys have been supporting me for so long uh, that uh, I think you get first dibs on the seats. Tomorrow we open it up to the rest of the state of Missouri. But if you're interested in uh, coming in for uh, for our CC's Christmas dinner, go to GaryNolan.com and uh, send me an email with your name, your phone number, Number of people who want to go. Your email, your name, your phone number, number of people. Uh, so that I can make those uh, reservations. Uh, and and uh, your seat doesn't get thrown away. If somewhere down the road you discover that something has happened and you can't make it on the 18th, let me know. You, you just go back to GaryNolan.com, send me a message. Uh, that way I can uh, free up the seat for anybody who ends up kind of on the, on the reserve. Glenn Beck is coming up. Sean Handy, uh, Sean, Sean Handy, Sean Hannity, uh, Randy Tobler, all coming up right here. It's the uh, time for me to go. So whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day, Carpe Diem, Gwen, baby, honey. I'm coming home.